यू आर लिस्निंग टू पॉपकास्ट विद गरिमा Akshi, welcome to season three of Popcast with Garima. Uh, this season is called Empower Her, and it actually celebrates all breakthrough women. And I'm super, super, super excited to have you. Thank you so much, Garima. I'm so super excited to be here and talk about all things diversity, inclusivity, and just the life of SMU, essentially. <laughs> yes, and you know what? I've categorically called this episode Suvarna Sundari because you know all our episode titles of the podcast are old Hindi movies. Actually, means a woman who is beautiful in every feature of hers, but that's like a passe trend, you know, because our idea of beauty and body both has evolved. True, true, true. I mean, back in the days, a fuller body was welcomed, and then when we approached towards the seventies, eighties, and nineties, a slightly, you know, not even not even a feminine like petite body, somebody who was who looked very malnourished was in trend and yeah. and then came the kim kardashian body <laughs> and it's still the kim kardashian curvy body you know Tell so it keeps kardashians changing mean, guilty pleasure uh no they're yeah. not Okay. They're not. I'm. Okay. I'm gonna tell you what is my guilty pleasure. It is the fabulous lives of Bollywood wives. Darren that Dustin is the bro, Indian. Yup. Yup. Indian keep. Literally, that is Indian keeping up with the Kardashians. I mean, yeah, it is. Honestly, I watched that show, and I was the entire time I was watching the show on Netflix. I was like, and listen, by the way, I I saw that show. for research purposes only because i was doing a promotion activity with these guys uh, mm. for the show and i was like let me let me at least watch the show because i'm a part of the promotion series right, right? um and i'm watching the show and i'm i'm thinking like dude this is how indian keeping up with the kardashians would have been made they did it it yeah. is so you you feel so cringy but you <laughs> you can't like give up on watching the episodes once you start like you can't you yeah. can't give up watching the episodes Totally. Yeah, <laughs> so it was like that. The night I started, I remember like I was glued to my couch, and all I did was watch these four ladies, and I was like, "Labal, labal, labal." <laughs> it was insane. Same. Oh my god, same, same. Jamapel, <laughs> Nima, right? Like that's what she said, right? Jamapel, Nima. It was crazy. Neelam, Neelam. Oh my god, Neelam is her name. But you know. what crazy series i'm i'm so glad that people are going out of their comfort zone and doing some crazy shit you know like this is this is what entertainment in 2020 is about just doing crazy shit and then people appreciating it somebody on my instagram uh, wrote that you know because she watched the first episode and she was like i can't go ahead and i can't watch further episodes i was like when kardashians can give you the same shit you will cheer for them but you know there are enough men to suppress women already and call them bloody bimbos and you know wives who don't have work like real work to do but when your own yeah. women from india are doing something like rather than encouraging women like when is tab tumhara empowerment kahan jata hai you know like when these women have come all out in front of everybody and whatever they're doing i mean whatever sales they bought but why do you have to speak up they were they were their authentic selves and they were vulnerable on the show and whenever there is a reality show which shows the real character i feel like there's a lot of vulnerability attached to it yes. i'm sorry you're yes. just sitting behind a screen you can have your opinions you can't do what they're doing Definitely. they're the ones doing it you're the ones watching and yes. if you say that they're they're not working dude shooting takes a lot of work Yeah, you yeah. and i know how much work shooting takes and these guys must be out there slogging their ass for the last 15 Definitely. hours every single day on set 
So I don't know what they're talking about when they say that they're not working because they're earning. That's what they said in the show, right? They're making bucks. They're making money. They're living the life. And we're just out here hating. What is the point? What is the entire true, point? True, true, true. And <laughs> like if you're smart enough, even a little bit, you will know because you're on the other side hating and they're clearly minting all the money. I mean, I'd love to be one of the Bollywood wives, man. Like I, I, I want to be one of the Bollywood wives. And you know what? These girls, these ladies had a platform and they did speak about a lot of very important issues. They, I mean, there were a lot of things that were wrong about the show as well. They did say some super problematic yeah, things as well, but they did cover a few, few things which, you know, not a lot of people have the guts to talk about. And enough about the conversation about the Bollywood wives. Let's yeah, yeah, move yeah. on to <laughs> what's happening in our lives. Yes, I think let's jump into the episode. Enough footage given to uh, fabulous Bollywood. Like, even though I'm not promoting it and I'm not getting any money from Netflix, but we've done the job. I am a true promoter. Yeah, yeah True yeah. supporter. <laughs> okay, so Sakshi... We know this Takshi, you know, via Instagram, who uses a lot of confidence, is a bundle of energy, enjoys working out and you create all these different looks. So how were you when you were growing up? Like, you know, what was your idea of beauty when you were growing up? You know, one, when it comes to energy and being my hyper ass, I've always been this person. I, I mean, ever since I was one year old, I would be jumping on the couch. I would be jumping on the bed. Like that's, that's been my energy. Right. So that has never changed. What has changed was when I was growing up, I used to think like just a normal every other girl and would see that a small body type was the standard body type. I never felt represented because at the time when I was growing up, there was no Instagram, there was no YouTube, there was no digital media. Everything was traditional media. And when you're on traditional media and you're seeing these body types, I could never, never ever see my body type being represented in, in traditional media or magazines. Magazines were a huge thing back in the day. I remember being my sister and I being subscribed to so many magazines. Every time I would flip whatever page of whatever issue, I could not find my body type. So mm. I never felt represented. I've, I always felt like, okay, I'm not beautiful. I can't get the attention of boys because I don't look normal. You know, the yeah. fact that I don't look normal was my idea uh, while I was growing up. That was problematic. And at the time, I one did not have the guts to speak up about it because I didn't know that something different was possible. That this thinking is problematic. Like I should not focus on this thinking. And um, you know what? I have been on. I've struggled with eating disorders. I I was at there was a time in my life where I would not eat anything and lost significant amount of weight in very, very short period of time. I would survive on like two spoons of rice. I'm not even exaggerating a day. And there was a time when I would eat chocolates on chocolates on chocolates because I would be stressed, stressed as fuck about my board exams. And I would eat tubs of ice cream because I I was like, I need to get a certain percentage in my science field. Otherwise my parents would disown me. Like, you know, I've had so many eating dis maybe not as severe as a disorder but like definitely eating problems growing up Mm -hmm. and unfortunately so nobody around me was aware enough to have a conversation with me to talk about okay you're going through something this is not normal for you to completely like stop eating food and then eat so much food that you gain so much weight I remember during the during my board exams in 12th grade in school I had gained about 15 kgs in two months can you imagine gaining 15 kgs in two months when you're literally in school so that's that's a lot of weight and that all happened because of stress eating and 
I've been on the flip side too. Uh, it's definitely taken me a journey. I feel like I've completed my entire lifetime to come to where I am. And it takes a lot of conscious practice to be where I am at the moment, you know, just to be, to have that mindset that there are going to be days. I'm not saying I'm not unrealistic and I'm still human. There are days when I'm feeling like, okay, I don't love the body that I have. You know, I'm not super satisfied with how I look in the mirror. That's normal. I'm human. Understanding the difference between not liking yourself in the mirror or being afraid of mirrors every single day, as opposed to just feeling low about your body on few days. That's a, uh, that's a different ball game altogether. And I've grown up hating mirrors. I've grown up hating taking pictures and taking videos, let alone I now I'm a video content creator and this is my full-time job. So yeah. life has really come full circle. And I think this entire process has been so cathartic almost you know yeah it's a it's been a process it's been a journey it's been it's been a full-blown journey where I still consciously make an effort to uh, set my mindset right every single day and I think that's super important and the ways that I do that I think are a lot of positive affirmations surrounding yourself with people who aren't like body shaming you straight up body shaming you on an everyday basis I see so many young girls and boys out there who's struggling with body image issues only because they have people around them that are constantly telling them that you are not good enough I mean I'm really sorry but if somebody is making you feel so bad about yourself you need to get rid of those people and you need to understand maybe the these were your seasonal group of friends maybe you don't need them for your for your existence maybe they're just they've just been a part of your life they were just a part of a phase of your life right. you know uh, and just knowing who are the good people in your life even if till date I mean I can literally count two to three friends top friends in my life who are my genuine friends mm. you don't need a bunch of people you just need those very few like handful of people who are going to be there for you who support you who bring out the best in you and I think that's super important Um, and a lot of people should take something from that yeah I think affirmations is something that I also completely stick by surrounding yourself with positive people and it's a process like you know one day you just wake up and you have all these nice people telling you nice things like it's a process it's definitely a process you know that you evolve yourself with eventually that process also takes conscious effort i mean yeah. you can't just like think okay i'm going to start that process how does that process start you have to consciously tell yourself that you know i'm good enough i'm bold i'm strong i'm beautiful i am who i am i have to be i have to focus on being fit and being kinder to the world around me uh, rather than just uh, you know like worrying about superficial things yeah. because you can't change you can't you can change your body type maybe but you can't really change the way you look like if your nose is a certain way if your skin yeah. color is a certain way if your height is a certain way, you can't change all of those things mm. so just body shaming is also there are so many levels to it there is skin shaming there is feature shaming there is yeah. height shaming all of that so just realizing that you know people like beauty attracts like positive energies attract positive energies. So if you're like radiating positive energies and good vibes in this world, uh, you're going to get that back. The world of beauty and the standards that they have set, like they're themselves so confused. One day they want to talk about thigh gap is beautiful. The other day they want to talk about boob gap is beautiful. But like, I mean, the whole idea that everybody is beautiful, like just totally, you know, should be the go-to thing. 
And I think the biggest gap in this generation is that they now, we call this the Kim Kardashian age, you know. Uh, People are obsessed with this one person. Every person's body type is different. Every person's body looks different. We're now obsessed with this one person in this world who has such a tiny waist, maybe because of a lot of surgeries, maybe because of a lot of treatments. And she has this big fat ass. And then she has thigh gaps also. That's an unrealistic body type. You can't have that body type, you know. And for people to idealize such a body type and be like, oh, now we're like heading towards accepting curvy women. I'm sorry, but curvy women also don't look like that. Yeah. If you're accepting curvy women, you have to, there are so many forms of curvy women and having a Kim Kardashian's body is not the ultimate form, like the ideal form of curvy body. I don't, I, I personally, I don't, when I imagine a body type which is curvy, I would never imagine Kim Kardashian's body yeah. type. Never. No. I would imagine my mom's body type. I would imagine my auntie's body type, my bua's body type. You know, all of that. Like I would imagine somebody who, like an Indian, average Indian body type. That's what I would imagine. <laughs> Let alone idealize something which is so unrealistic to get. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but this is for all the boys out there who are, hoping secretly hoping that their girlfriend's bodies would would magically change into becoming like a Kim Kardashian body it might happen but the chances are very low my friend the chances are damn low so when I let the floor open to your followers and you know when I wanted when I when I told them that you can join us on the podcast one question that came to us was that can you please ask Sakshi what is her wardrobe like because they were like, you know, she re- recreates all of these looks and what's her wardrobe like? Like, can we know how many pieces of clothes does she own? Oh my God. Oh yeah, my God. I'm going to give you a sneak peek into my, into my wardrobe towards the end. I'm definitely going to do that. But I'm, I'm going to say that I have very unhealthy. I'm a hoarder. I'm definitely a hoarder because of my job, because I can't let go of clothes. I don't know when I'll be using what. So, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely a holder. What you see right now are these four beautiful Almiras. For a normal person, four Almiras for the wardrobe is a good amount. You know, like they would be very satisfied. Yeah. But this is not even my real wardrobe. Uh, an entire room which stands all over with thousands of clothes right next to mine, which was supposed to be the guest bedroom, is now converted into a walk-in closet. An entire room. You would walk inside and you would feel like I have entered a Saroji Nagar uh, lane. I'm not even kidding. My friends, when they see it for the first time, when they saw it for the first time, they were like, what is going on here? Like, I cannot believe that this is somebody's wardrobe. I could live in this. And the worst part is, there are a lot of days, because I'm a normal girl, I'm an average girl, man. Like, there are days... Besides having whatever that I have, there are days where I still feel like, oh my God, I have nothing to wear. That question never, yeah, it doesn't matter how many clothes you have. When you have that feeling of wearing something particular and you don't find it in your wardrobe, you just feel like you have nothing to wear. Even if you have thousands of clothes and that's not even enough. I have another floor in my studio, which has another section. So you can imagine there are about, no, six Almiras. There are six Almiras with my wardrobe. And then there is a room, which is a wardrobe in itself. So there's, there's a lot of stuff, man. There is a lot of stuff. You can come shop at my house. People do come and shop at my house. (laughs) 
So just to sum it up, there are six almirals. There's a full room which is a walk-in closet. And what was the third last thing that you said? So my studio also has a tiny shoe closet, a tiny jewelry closet, and a tiny wardrobe closet for my essentials. So it's a lot. <laughs> wow! And then you create these amazing Deepika Padukone looks, Sonam Kapoor looks, and Friends look, and yep. this look, and that look. Like, how do you manage, man? For me, ideas come because I research a lot. I'm super active on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm up to date with what's happening, and I get my inspiration from anywhere and everywhere. Like I'll be uh, scrolling through Pinterest for an hour. I love yeah. Pinterest. Pinterest is definitely one of my favorite apps ever for research work, forever. Like for inspiration in general. Yeah. But what I think, maybe I've seen a movie, or maybe I've seen a series that I really like, and something that they said or did. struck an idea in my head that night i would note that idea down and next morning i would not procrastinate and next morning i would wake up and shoot that video i think that's what helped me the most because i don't procrastinate in my life and that's i think as a content creator um when you've established a certain production for yourself and you have resources available the only thing left to do is not procrastinate go for it execute every single idea no matter how stupid silly whatever it is you never know which idea is going to click you never know which idea is going to become the next big idea for me like i i remember when um reels had started i was just like sitting on my uh, sitting on the bed and i was just scrolling through instagram where i saw a few hate comments on my on my post as content creators do get hate comments and this was a particularly like i was feeling down about myself anyway and then i came across it was just a hate comment that i saw on a bad day you could say and then i saw this hate comment about somebody saying that oh my god how dare you wear a crop top because you know your body type like yours should not wear a crop top you look ugly as hell and then there were some abuses you know stuff like that and then i started like laughing hysterically because i was like oh my god people still feel like that people still think like that i need to do something about it so i created a fashion series on reels which is called #breakingfashionstereotypes uh, which literally agrees to oh you're right i shouldn't wear a crop top i would look ugly as hell i completely agree with you and then in the next frame i'm wearing the crop top i'm rocking it i mean haters going to hate i'm going to do what i do and there was a legit idea that stemmed through something which was supposed to be a hate comment so i mean who's the loser now <laughs> ah back at you <laughs> sass there is sass i'm throwing sass and shade everywhere <laughs> okay go for it Okay I have a little um, complicated next question for you and this is like stems from curiosity and of course like you know I was overthinking about it so when I was reading one of your article it says very explicitly plus size model you know you're bucketed I mean you're a model first right so when you're bucketed yeah. into yep. being explicitly you know being referred to as a plus size model so is being conformed yeah. to a plus size model empowering enough or you think we're going um, back to zero by categorizing models into plus sizes because there's no other bifurcation like you know that there, there are no tall models short models so why categorize this model, um, a model is a model yeah. um it doesn't matter a model is supposed to be that one person who is supposed to just you know make the clothes look really good that's that's the borderline essentially the job of a good model to yeah. make the clothes or exhibit the clothes on a body yeah exactly and i i am called a plus size creator i refer to myself as a, a body positive creator a plus size model everywhere it's a it's definitely a like it, it could 
definitely be a problematic term. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it's baby steps. It's mm. baby steps because a plus size model never really existed before this. I never knew there was going to be a plus size model. So we're heading towards a direction. Mm. I don't know if it's the right direction or not, but now that there is a term called plus size model and people are looking for plus size model for their campaigns, for their shoots, for brands, for designers and right. for fashion weeks, I think we're definitely heading towards inclusivity. They can call yeah. me a fat model. They can call me a mid, mid-sized model. They can call me a plus-sized model. They can call me a model. It doesn't matter as long as you're being inclusive and diverse and you're sticking to it. What I hate is when people use body positivity as like a term, okay, this is now trending. Body positivity is trending. Let's just create a feature on this. Let's do a campaign and then, then never look back. Hmm. Then, then, you know, never include a plus size girl in any of the other campaigns, not, not make it a normal, that's problematic. But if you're using a plus size girl and then you continue using a plus size girl or a mid size girl or somebody, you know, just diverse people in your campaigns and photo shoots, and you continue doing that for years to come and that becomes your new normal that's where you're heading in the right direction. But today, now that body positivity is trending, now that plus size girls are trending, now now people want like, okay, Sakshi Sinwani is creating a, some sort of a buzz in the industry. Let's get her on board because that will get the right traction. And then once once a campaign is done and you never think about getting a plus size model ever again in any of your other campaigns, then, I mean, you're just a hypocrite. You know, you're, yeah. you're not really standing up for inclusivity or diversity. And I think that's problematic. I would love for somebody to refer to me as a model. Um, when I go for fittings, when I go for castings, I would love to be called as that. Actually, you know what? In most places I do, I'm referred to as a model only. Mm-hmm. But a lot of other places I'm referred to as a plus model as opposed to everybody else who's called a model. Mm. I mean, I would love to see that change, but I feel like one step at a time, yeah. we're heading into a direction, which, mm. which we're becoming a little more inclusive and diverse. I'm just mm. crossing my fingers that it is here to stay, that it is not just another trend. It's not just another facade that we know we're following. Because I mean, I would hate for my body type to, to just become like a piece of, just like a piece of content a piece of trending machine you know like Hmm. get me on Hmm. board only because you want your campaigns to trend no please don't get get people who are diverse of different body types because you're standing up for something you actually want to create a change in the fashion industry and you know what the worst part is a lot of designers uh, a lot of designers brands have come up to me saying you know our niche our target audience is actually a size 14 to a size 16 to a size 18 these are my these are our customers and not showing the clothes to these customers to sell to these customers by not representing a different body type. I mean, that's just wrong. I, 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 when I speak to a lot of brands who are doing resort wear and swimwear, I ask them like, what's the typical size that you sell? Uh, what's your average size that you're selling? They would say an Excel, you know, they would say an Excel, a UK size 16 or something along those lines. I'm like, I've never seen a UK size 16 girl uh, in your campaign or your catalog. Like what's going on? Where's the, where's the gap? So just like sticking to where your roots are essentially, that's important. That's definitely happening. It's happening. I would not disregard it. I'm having jobs. I'm having opportunities because people are changing because the industry is moving in the right direction, but we still have a long, long way to go. If we stick to it, then we're going to get there. 
Yeah. I think the fact that you mentioned that, you know, these are baby steps and at least we're getting to a point where inclusivity, like you said, you know, um, and acceptance, of course. And it's very good. You as a creator are proactive in asking these questions to the brand. Yep. 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 And I'm not afraid of, you know, just like standing up for my fellow queens because I know that the paths that we create, the paths that I will create and so many other females with me who are, you know, paving that path. It's, it's a very important path for me, for my kids. When, when they, uh, when they are growing up, I would love to, for them to see different body types in media, you know, um, I would love to see, my ultimate it's gonna sound so cheesy but my ultimate goal is one day uh my my child is going to like see me on the cover of a magazine and be like that's my mom she doesn't look like you know whatever like a small size and she's there she's been represented and that will become the new normal like that's the greatest that's going to be the greatest feeling in my life and i'm just waiting for something like that to happen you know (laughs) just the way when kamala harris became the president and everybody and everybody was like look she looks just like us yep exactly exactly and i mean when ashley graham came on the cover of sports illustrator it's just it was one of the path breakings covers it it literally created such a change in the industry that one single cover alone Mm. For a health magazine to have a plus size woman uh, on the cover of the ma- in a bikini, that was just something else. It created that change, and that one spark lighted a fire, man, lighted a freaking fire. And yeah. it, the fire has been going on for the last two years. I am just crossing my fingers that the fire doesn't die down. Okay, you spoke about inclusivity in terms of sizes uh this year there was there, there were a couple of posts which very explicitly called out designers for charging extra which is something called as a fat tax a fat tax yeah, um, yeah fat tax for anybody who doesn't know what fat tax means it's actually um a tax which i mean which is on your fast food items if you google it it'll show you that but fat tax is essentially when a designer charges you extra because you are a fat person and there's extra kapda and extra embroidery, which is ridiculous. I want to know what's your take on that. Like, you know, because in the name of being inclusive, we're catering to these plus size clientele. But a lot of these fashion luxury brands are pricing also their products at significantly higher rates. It's damn problematic, man. I do not stand for it one bit. I mean for somebody who looks a certain way for them to pay a lot extra than somebody who who is a, who's much smaller can you imagine the kind of anxiety that would trigger in that person like i i cannot like i do not support it at all i think the designers who are doing it need they need to stop i mean i understand that your production cost might be bigger because you're using extra fabric embroidery labor all of that i understand there are other ways that you can fix it. I'm so sorry. This should not be the way. You should not ask somebody who looks a certain way of a certain body type to pay extra to fit into your clothes. Man, the entire point of fashion, fashion being accessible, fashion for the people, then your, your garments are not really for the people. Hmm. They're not for everybody. They're only for a certain group of people. And um, it's, yeah, we're in 2020. It needs to be diverse. It needs to be inclusive. You need to... F- somebody if somebody is buying and spending their hard-earned money to get your clothes 
the only one thing that needs to definitely not be compromised on is they they shouldn't feel that they're not accepted they shouldn't yeah. feel yeah like if someone were to tell me oh i'm so sorry oh you're a double xl uh you'll have to pay like 3000 extra or 4000 extra or whatever xyz amount right i would be crushed i would be crushed that's just un- body shaming on another level i can't even imagine there were some designers who were doing that thankfully i've never experienced anything like it first hand but i am i am aware that there are designers still who are doing it i'd like to just say that please stop you're hurting you're hurting everything that we have stood up for everything that we have fought for all this while hmm. and that's not okay you know what and i was i was actually reading a counter argument to this that somebody said that you know these designers uh, inka jo labor kapde aur jo embroidery hai most of it is machine so there is no real labor and it's not a very significant cost you know if they want to do it they can absolutely do it it's such a huge fashion brand you know so it's not it's it's not that it's impossible to do and only then can the real inclusivity come in that you talk about i think they're absolutely right it doesn't take much i think it's it's that mindset yeah. uh, and i think it's super important to call these brands out like you know how mm-hmm. diet sabya is doing Sabya, they're calling yeah. the brands out yep yep he that he or she whatever that person is um in you know like that person is at least calling people out they're calling designers out and i think just being aware and talking more about it and i think having a conversation creates that wave of change the first step is having a conversation pointing it out if you're doing something wrong make sure that you're pointing that out you know yeah um uh, because if you don't like stand up for yourself nobody else will i think that's one of the main reasons why i started doing what i did uh, a lot of people ask me sachu what is the reason for you to start hmm. um like i said i never felt represented in traditional media and i thought like till how long am i not going to feel represented i thought like the, it's about time that i take charge in my own hands and create the change that i want to see this is a very yeah. famous saying but for some reason it has always been that fundamental principle value in my life that you know i want to create the change that i want to see i want to make a plus plus girl a fat girl a bigger sized girl a curvier girl hmm. wearing a bikini to be a normal like to be the new normal you shouldn't be surprised oh my god Yeah. all hail the queen that this girl is wearing a bikini or yeah. on a beach oh my god like that's for me like i need to create that change and for me that's super important yeah and um, i live and breathe that you know what you don't even need to go on bigger levels just ha- start having those conversations at home when yeah. i started before even starting the page start having conversations with your parents with your sister with your brother with your in-laws with your whatever xyz you know anybody who's around you with your friends have those open conversations don't be afraid of having uncomfortable conversations but when somebody is even you know mazak may be even body shaming you you know mazak may be don't be afraid to point that out i think the one thing that we do wrong to ourselves is accept what is being said to us i'm so sorry but yeah that's not okay that's not okay hold your integrity hold your self esteem and if you don't like the way somebody is talking to you or you don't like a certain comment don't be don't be afraid to point that out yeah know? it's it's very so, important it's to create, yeah it's it's very important to create that safe space for yourself and you know around you because and, and like you said i think 
it's about time that we start calling out our friends our relatives that this is not right you're being fat phobic or you are fat shaming you know we might be woke enough to understand these terms but it's very important that we pass on this knowledge to our exactly. relatives it's not i mean we were also yeah. educated somewhere you know yeah. so we can't expect yeah. them to magically just suddenly evolve one day exactly exactly and i you know these are the people people who are around you your elders and the people that you're staying at home with yeah. they're the ones that influence you into becoming the humans that you will become when you'll grow up right. and if people around you are speaking to anybody in a in a rude manner or in a mean way or just you know uh, you know that their speech is negative or their thoughts are negative that is going to mm. influence you and if you on the other hand let's say that there's somebody okay there is a father in the house who's speaking in a very negative tone and mm. that is influencing your baby brother you're the yeah. elder sister and that's influencing your baby brother and you're seeing that happen but you stay you decide to stay quiet about it that is problematic because you are the one that is aware that person your little brother is not aware about that situation what's happening to him and you would hate that because you didn't speak up your little brother became the man that your father is yeah how negative yeah. he is about everything or whatever i'm just giving a hypothetical example but situations like these happen in in households and even if females or males are aware about it they decide not to speak up and you are the real you are the real problem there yeah. people who are like that people who have a mindset like that they wo to unki problem chal hi rahi hai wo to chal hi raha hai that is happening anyway yeah. but if mm. you are looking at that and you realizing that that's where the situation is wrong for example i remember when uh, we would have diwali uh, meals and you know parties at home there would be a lot of relatives who would come over and like have like hour long conversations about my weight and how what i should what i should eat and what i shouldn't eat my relatives would literally sit in in a circle on dining table and talk about <laughs> my weight and my body type you know why because indian parents consider fat shaming to be really cool for them it's the ultimate conversation starter and discussing exactly. your weight and how to get rid of that weight is their favorite pastime hobby oh shit that shouldn't be it man and now i have maintained a safe ground in it if at all anybody starts ha- even like even thinks of starting having a conversation like that that's it i put a full stop yeah. they're afraid of me man and i'm i'm so happy that they're afraid of me in that sense you know yeah. create that sort of fear that nobody around you has the audacity to kind of speak shit about you or speak shit about what you look like embrace yeah. yourself man and tell them to embrace their own selves too and you know what insecurity stems from insecurity when people are actually insecure about their own selves they start like you know putting people other people down because they're so afraid of confidence they're so afraid of positivity you know i've seen mm. people who are so insecure about themselves and when they see me being this confident big ass self flaunting my personality flaunting my body curves they would be like they would just do everything in their power to bring my energy down so they so they feel good about themselves and i think that that's wrong yeah. <laughs> you need to not you need to lift them up rather than bring yourself down matlab yeah. apna to tum energy maintain karo hi usko bhi upar lekar aao i think that's where the real win is yeah dealing with rishtedars 101 by sakshi so <laughs> that i can do a full book on it maybe i should write a book oh you maybe can you know you can you should actually <laughs>
Okay, I'll take quick two last questions and then we move on to your fan question. Um, yeah. Very quickly from your experience of, you know, being a, of, of propagating curvy fashion for women, what are very quick hacks or, you know, things that you swear by or like some real hacks that you can give to curvy women? First of all, please get everything high-waisted. Low-waist, mid-rise, anything is, yeah. Throw them out of the picture. If anybody tells you, another thing, if anybody tells you that now that you, you're a fuller body type, you should not wear oversized clothes. Oversized mm. clothes look banger on curvier, bigger body types, period. Mm. So uh, get yourself some really, like I'm wearing a really loose oversized denim jacket. I'm comfy in it. It looks great. I think oversized clothes on on bigger body types look actually really, really good. And um, more than anything, when you're a fuller, bigger, curvier body type, make sure that you get your right lingerie. It's so important to get a right fitted inner wear. Your bra size should... All of these TMI details <laughs> are super important. It's super, super important. So yeah, that these are few hacks that I would definitely give um, the people who, who are watching this and listening to this. Yes, perfect. Okay, last question before we jump on to the call and I add Ria. Um, you are in the fashion Instagram community, okay? And there are n number of people doing fashion content, right? So how do you keep yourself reinventing? Because with all your videos, there is an inherent message of body positivity. So how do you ensure yeah. that you're seen, you you know, you're recognized, and you've evolved so much as a content creator from when you started. You yourself admitted yeah. to that. So yeah. Uh, how do you reinvent yourself? Just striving to be better. I honestly get really bored of content pieces that I create after a point of time. So for me, reinventing is actually uh, very important for me as a person. It's super important for me because I like what I do. I don't want to be in the space where I push myself or force myself to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started off creating fashion videos in my balcony where uh, rickshaw wallas would come and go with their loud noises and loud honks and you would hard, you would barely be able to listen to my audio. It was that bad. That's where I started from to having a full-fledged studio with good mics and all of that. So the, the deal is that, you know, when you're doing something that you love, you always want to learn better and do better every single day because now now you're responsible for an audience that looks up to your content that you know that something that you create even if it is even if I don't have a a 10 million followers or a million followers or whatever like I know that the the three lakh people that I'm reaching to those Mm. three lakh people are going to be three lakh is a lot so those people are going to be you know um, impacted by what I'm saying and impacted by what I'm doing. And if it brings a smile and if it adds value in their lives, that's all I need. Yeah. If it makes them feel good about themselves, that's all, I, that's all I need. And I think reinventing yourself is super important in social media. I think even audience gets bored. Uh, if you keep doing the same piece of content without upgrading anything, they, they just tend to get bored. And at the end of the day, uh, as a content creator, you also have to think about, you know, keeping your audience happy and keeping the viewers happy and giving them what they need as, and finding that middle ground, you know, that middle, very difficult ground to hold where you're happy with your content and you're also keeping your audience happy. And um, every content creator needs to strive on creating that balance. Wow. Again, Instagram hacks 101. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Instagram hacks, life hacks, relative hacks. 
all of the hacks have been given i think this has been such a great conversation i'm having so much fun just talking oh. to you about it i think this this for me is the highlight of my day highlight of my week highlight of my month i'm not oh. kidding it's, <laughs> it's one of those things <laughs> that's 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 really 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 sweet of you and on that note i will add ria to the call hi ria hi okay, how are sakshi, you ria ria hi, sakshi how are you good how are you great so good to see you here live <laughs> live as we are live yes live. <laughs> is this the same dress from the nike video you just put up yes oh yes. my god wow great i <laughs> yes i'm wearing the same jacket as i'm wearing in the video that i posted today man that is some <laughs> great update stuff i love it <laughs> Okay, awesome. Done, so good done, to see done. you. Thank Congrats, you. Karima, on the season three. Thank you. Excited. I'm just giving a download of about you yeah. to um, Sakshi, and I was saying that limited to them but also to their children to everything so you being this blogger and of course somebody who's made your own space what was the kind of support your parents have given to you especially with the kind of body you carry because uh, you know even i am on the thicker yeah. side and uh, but say my mother doesn't support me but obviously that entire bit is always there ki you know thoda kam ho ja you know welcome mil jayega लाइक about my health about you know just being accepted in society because they've been conditioned to think like that right so when you conditioned to think like that constantly over and over again you know nothing better you don't know what that that girl is going through and uh, my parents were also like that they were also typical parents they were also very concerned when i would gain weight they would constantly like nag me i remember just um i think one of the main reasons why when i lost my weight in uh, in school was because of my dad because my dad had legitimately stopped speaking to me for a year year and a half and if anybody knows me they know that how close to i am to my dad i am super yeah. close to my dad um i he's just one of my favorite people in the world and he had stopped uh, talking to me when i was like what 15 15 years old 16 years old for literally a year every time he would speak to me he would just be so mad at me and i felt like i was always like disappointing him almost and the only reason he was mad because i was gaining weight and gaining weight and i would not stop uh and he was just concerned for my health and uh, he i definitely think that he could have handled this, the situation better but parents don't know how to you know yeah. no parent no parent is level a in uh, you know taking they don't know they don't know how to take care of their children 24/7 yeah. you know they're not god you know we need to stop like they're also humans they they tend to fuck up they tend to like make mistakes all of that um 
it's our responsibility to educate them to make them aware i think uh, for me to go through that journey i was not going through the journey of body positivity alone i was going through the journey with everybody around me because i knew that if i become body positive it doesn't matter i have to make everybody around me also body positive and you know go along the same lines and that was yeah. super essential for me uh, for all the punjabi parents out there please 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 give weight to uh, the fitness and the the health of the person as opposed to what they're looking like you know some people are born with uh, bigger hips you know like their bone structure is only like that how can they change that how can they change their like body some people are apple shaped body types there some people are pear shaped body types whatever some people are petite it's not even about fat shaming it's it goes both ways when you're too skinny they're like marches ki teeli i've seen legit like i've seen so many of my friends being skin shamed it's it's a thing it definitely happens if you see somebody who is flat they'll be like are ye to flat hai iska to chest hi nahi hai ye to ladki nahi dikhti she has such a flat chest you like i would never date her like dude isme to isme to like people would go on and say shit like is is ladki with a mass hi nahi hai can't say these things you know like there is a certain line and uh, right. just having those conversations and being more aware about it i think that's important now that i'm having a conversation i and i'm you know with the content that i create i'm not always talking about body positivity it's just that underlying feature of like there must be like this underlying feature i don't need to uh, keep preaching about body positivity like even if i'm a body positive creator it doesn't mean that every single video content that i create needs to needs to right. be about body positivity constantly i'm just you know most of the time for most of my videos i'm just wearing what i'm wearing i'm not talking about oh i have big thighs and look i wore a uh, like a mini skirt i'm not doing that i'm just doing it i think that's that's where the real change needs to start you just need to do it more than your words you need to focus on your actions and everything gets sorted awesome awesome some sure it's difficult for punjabis so it's yeah. our responsibility also in a way to educate them that look this is a plus size model or this is a creator who's been on the magazine cover and you know she is defining and smashing all the standards so i think it's it's a lot on us also and how we pivot and you know like educate our parents and our rishtedars long way to go but yes it's yes. important for us to educate everybody else it's damn important man you are the one who is aware they don't know anything different you need to have those conversations no matter how difficult challenging and uncomfortable it is because these conversations are legit very uncomfortable i still try to have conversations with my parents where they would fuck up and say something mean to somebody else kabhi kabhi nikal jata hai habitual hai matlab bachpan se aur kya matlab yehi dekhte hue aaye na to kabhi kabhi aise galti se bhi nikal jata hai consciously they know that they know better now but sometimes they would just say something which is okay problematic and when i try to still have conversations still date uh, with my parents it's an uncomfortable situation because they're just not ready to understand oh i i fucked up i your father your mother we can't fuck up we are we are gods you know so just having those conversations and like holding your ground i think children need to learn how to hold and like be i think all children need to be diplomatic as fuck that's what we need to be 
we need to uh, get our point across also while being super respectful so you never crossing that boundary but you still like you know i think indirect messaging and just like playing mind games with your parents goes a long way i have really i i am telling you i just i do that all the time with my parents when they are they are doing something wrong or they they said something problematic but i don't know a way to like tell them without offending them i i you know i start playing mind games with them i it works 90% of the times it works i'm not kidding again see hack hacks one hacks today legit legit i'm going to like apply to it asap <laughs> asap girl you know stronger together i'm with you otherwise aapse nahi hota mere ko baat karwao yaar apne parents se i would love to trust me main itna try kar chuki hu na i'm in the give up zone at the moment you know I, honestly this podcast feels like three girls just having a video call together <laughs> i'm not so kidding that's what it feels like it just it doesn't feel like we're doing anything different i i, I feels it honestly with garuma when i was individually talking to you also it felt like i was just talking to a friend i was just like you know having this chill chat i think this was absolutely amazing i'm so happy to be doing this with you i think at this point we should wrap this up cuz it's been long as hell and you will have troubles editing it so we need to like cut this yes. short and i think we yes. spoke what we had to speak about um definitely um thank you riya thank you riya for joining us 